This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, Get Booked listeners, and welcome to The Hand Cell, a special weekly installment of Get Booked that's all about books we just can't resist shouting about. This is Jen Northington, and today's hand cell is All You Can Ever Know by Nicole Chung, which is a memoir I just finished that I think needs to be on everyone's radar right now for a lot of reasons. But before I get into those reasons, let us take a pause for our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Bloom Books. Diana Dixon has a busy summer and no time for tall, gorgeous hockey player Shane's shenanigans. Because you know what? If they shenan once, they'll shenan again. So she thinks she knows exactly who he is when he moves into her apartment building. But turns out Shane's sick of hookups and tired of being on the rebound after his long-term girlfriend called it quits. But when his ex comes back into the picture, he needs a plan. And who better to play his new girlfriend than his sassy new neighbor? So a fake relationship might be perfect for Diana's own ex issues, but Diana is used to living by the rules. Will she learn that when it comes to love, rules are meant to be broken? Make sure to check out The Dixon Rule by L. Kennedy. L. Kennedy is a New York Times and USA Today bestselling author with over a million copies of her books sold. So this is going to be another banger, y'all. Make sure to check it out. And thanks again to Bloom Books for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Avid Reader Press. So this next book is a really fun sounding mashup of different genres. There's a little time travel, a little romance, a little spy thriller action going on. So in the near future, a civil servant is offered the salary of her dreams and is shortly afterward told what project she'll be working on. A recently established government ministry is gathering quote unquote expats from across history to establish whether time travel is feasible for the body, but also for the fabric of space time. This is an exquisitely original and feverishly fun fusion of genres and ideas. The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley asks, what does it mean to defy history when history is living in your house? Colleen Bradley's answer is a blazing, unforgettable testament to what we owe each other in a changing world. It kind of gives Outlander meets Cloud Atlas or If the Time Traveler's Wife was written by Sally Rooney or Colson Whitehead. Make sure to check out The Ministry of Time by Colleen Bradley. And thanks again to Avid Reader Press for sponsoring this episode. All right. So this book, I will start off with the trigger warnings. It does include mention of past child abuse, as well as bullying and racial slurs. And it is, as I said at the top, a memoir. Nicole was born premature and hospitalized, which is part of why her Korean-American biological parents put her up for adoption. And she was adopted by a white family 
And it was a closed adoption. So she never really knew anything about her biological parents. And when she was growing up and would ask questions, she always got the same exact story, which was that her parents were not sure that she would make it because of the medical issues that she had when she was born and also that they would not be able to provide for her monetarily for any medical needs that she might have. So they wanted her to have a better life and they thought this was the best way to do it and that is why she was adopted. So that's the story that she's told over and over and over again as a kid. And she has questions about this, but she can't really ask them. She's also the only Asian girl in her school, the only Asian American girl. And she faces all kinds of really difficult and prejudiced behavior from her classmates. And she's also, you know, the only person of color in her white family. And they never talk about race. You know, she grew up in the 80s and 90s when colorblindness was supposed to be the fix for all of America's racism problems. And so, you know, it's that classic, I don't care if you're black, white, or purple mentality, which, as we know, does not actually work and do more harm than good in a lot of different ways. And so she was just never able to talk about the experiences she was having with anyone in her family to talk about her own confusions about being Asian American in a white family and about her questions about her biological family. And so when she is about to have her own child, she realizes she has no idea about her family's medical history, her biological parents' medical history. What was her biological mother's pregnancy like? You know, what complications led to her own premature birth? She has no idea. And so in the name of finding out both her medical history and also giving her child more information about their family tree from all sides, she initiates a search to be put back in touch with her biological parents. She finds out she has a sister, multiple sisters, that she had no idea about. She experiences so many, such a journey of feelings (laughs) and reveals and really difficult stuff. And it's just, it's so beautifully written. It's so beautifully structured. The book goes back and forth between Nicole's childhood and then her adulthood and pregnancy. You also get some of her sister's point of view. And I think that One of the reasons that I'm talking about this book right now is that Nicole also digs into the anti-racism work that needs to happen in adoption. And we are doing so much anti-racism work and education right now. And adoption is one of those areas that I think often we overlook. We want it to be true that the love that a parent has for their child, adopted or biological, just, you know, is enough. It can erase any difficulties that might stem from a transracial adoption. But that's just not true. There are things that need to happen and conversations that need to be had for the sake of these kids, for the sake of the experiences that they're having, for the biological families, for the adoptive families. There are so many conversations that we maybe are not having because they are deeply uncomfortable. And this is very relevant to my own life. My niece is adopted, and it's not my job to talk to her about racism yet, but it will be someday. And I am so grateful that this book is out there, that it exists, that when she's old enough, it's something we can talk about together, and that I have a perspective on what it's going to be like for her. Obviously, her experiences will be different from Nicole's, and Nicole's story is not every adopted kid's story, and she talks a lot about that. She talks about conversations she's had with other adopted folks in the book. 
But this is a potential story, and it's a conversation that we all need to be aware of. And there are just so many reasons to pick up this book. If you love motherhood stories, if you want to think about parenting in a new light, if you love memoirs, it's just for all of those reasons and more a fantastic, beautifully written beautifully structured, beautifully packaged. I love the cover of this book. There's so many reasons to pick up this book is what I'm telling you. So I hope that you will. And yeah, super excited to be recommending this right now. It's been out for a couple of years, but I only just got to it. And I feel like it has maybe been under the radar for a lot of reasons. And so, you know, pick it up, give it a read. Again, that is All You Can Ever Know by Nicole Chung. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks also go out to our audio editor, Jen Zink, who is magic. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at getbooked at bookriot.com. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts. We super love that. It helps other people to find the show. And we do love to get the feedback. In between shows, you can find us online. I am primarily on Instagram these days at IamJenIRL. That's I-A-M-J-E-N-N-I-R-L. And we will talk to you next time. 